Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hello, all the wiser listeners. Before we get started with today's mini episode, I have some exciting news to share with you. This is news I woke up to in my inbox this morning, read the email first thing, and yeah, kind of felt like Christmas. All the Wiser was nominated for a Webby Award, and in particular, our interview with the incredible Rebecca Bender, who just shared her brave and vulnerable and beautiful story of what it means to be a survivor of the sex trafficking industry on this show. Um, It was that episode with Rebecca that was nominated for a Webby Award. Webby Awards are a huge deal to podcast and content creators like myself. We have a small and incredibly talented team, and we think about everything from obviously the research and the questions, but the edit and the sound and the music and everything that goes into producing these episodes. So for our team to be recognized, and in particular for that really important conversation with Rebecca to be celebrated is just awesome. So where you hopefully come into this story is the Webby's People's Voice. And that is the voice of the people voting on the content uh, that is on the web that they love and hold near and dear. In the show notes, in all caps, you will find wherever you are listening to this episode, vote Webby. And there will be a link where you can vote for All the Wiser. It takes about a minute of your time. Voting is open for two weeks. And now is the time um, in these campaigns. Momentum and early voting really helps um, build up the campaign and get excitement around um, the show as a potential candidate to win the category. So we hope you will participate. And again, congratulations to everyone on our All the Wiser team and all the other content creators who received their Webby nominations today. There's so many great, great creators out there, and we love seeing them celebrated. So we hope you will vote. Again, look in the show description for Vote Webby um, and take a minute out of your day and help support All the Wiser and Rebecca Bender's voice. Thank you, everyone. We will keep our fingers crossed and we will keep you posted. Hello and welcome to A Little Wiser Conversations after the conversation, or as we called it last week, our unofficial All the Wiser Podcast Club. So today we're going to talk about Alex Lewis, who, wow, wow. Wow. I mean, all our Mm. guests are amazing, but man, that Alex was incredible. And funny. Funny Mm -hmm. and really charming accent. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we're going to talk about our reactions. And Christy, you and I haven't talked about this together, so that we'll be capturing it for the first time, which I'm excited. And we're also going to talk about purpose, which is something that he made me think deeply about and is something, Christy, you love to talk about. So yeah, I'm excited. But basically, Alex was 
I think he said he was drinking 50 beers a day, 5-0. So I'm, I was going to ask you that question because I, when I was listening to the episode, I was like, did he say 50 or did he say 15? Do you think I'm 15, unclear. 5-0? Yeah. That's a, lot of, that's a lot of beer, even starting from 12. Okay, well, I'm bad 12? at math. I mean, I'm bad at math, but let's look <laughs> the difference. Okay. He was How about drinking. we just say it was a lot of beer? A lot <laughs> and then of beer. the best part is I asked him, I think I edited it out. I should not be so self-conscious. He said either 50 or 15 units of beer. And I said, oh, how does that convert? <laughs> because oh. I, I think like when you're talking to somebody from the UK and they're like, oh, a pint yes. or what? And I think he was like, and a unit is a unit, which is why I was... <laughs> I mean, he didn't say that. He kindly gave me the same number he gave me the first time. Um, but basically, he's living his life sitting on this bar stool, drinking copious mm-hmm. amounts of beer. He's the bar owner and he lives there. So he's got his toddler son and he's just completely numbed out to life. In hindsight, obviously, very depressed and out of shape, but like living his life on a bar stool stay-at-home dad, you know, his son's playing and he's like obsessed with his son, Sam, and clearly it's the love of his life, but certainly a life with very little meaning, purpose, or physical activity. So he ends up with this form of strep, which apparently people can get, and you know, strep is common, right? Yeah. But he ends up basically having all of his limbs amputated, and then it spreads throughout his face, reconstructive surgery everywhere, including like tattooing lips back on. So this able-bodied, relatively healthy, handsome young guy is all of a sudden faced with a very different reality. Fast forward to now, I mean, he's a competitive athlete competing around the world, working with technology companies on how technology can give people ability and movement and independence and flexibility that they didn't have before. He's on fire. I mean, this guy Mm -hmm. is like living life in a really, really big way as a result of everything that happened to him and everything he lost. And he is like flirty and has a great accent. So he was a really fun guest. You know, he had the Mm -hmm. dramatic story like all our guests, but I found him a lot of fun to talk to. But what was your reaction? And like, did you have any, like, what was your big moment besides being confused of whether he was drinking 15 or 50 units? Well, I loved his introduction and the fact that he referred to his feral cat and his psychotic Jack Russell Terrier which made me laugh and his great accent. But what I was thinking about as I was listening to the episode, it was one of the first time, and it's funny that I'm saying this now because it seems so obvious, but it was one of the first time that I truly understood the importance of purpose of knowing your why as a tool of resilience to get you through a very hard and challenging thing. I've always thought of kind of purpose is something separate. Like what's your calling? What's your purpose? More vocationally, I guess you would say, like when I think about purpose and and the way he talked about it, that knowing that his son and his wife, Lucy, were his why and having that is what gave him the energy and the fuel and the drive to navigate through this like super challenging circumstance and get through it. So... I love that connecting of the dots, like purpose to resilience, but like let's zoom out, zoom in. I'm not sure which one is correct to say right now, but I feel like resilience is one of these things where it's like a buzzword. It's everywhere. Yes. 
But like, let's remind people. I think people know, but it's worth stating it right now so we can all think about maybe where in our own lives we need some resilience. So what, like, what's a good definition of resilience? Yeah. I mean, I think if we're going to connect the dots of purpose relating to resilience, if we can think about our own lives, where we need to to get that muscle and then thinking about our own purpose, that's really helpful to people. Well, I guess I look at it as, so if let's start with resilience as the ability to kind of navigate through difficulty or challenges and to grow and thrive. So if we look, take that as what resilience is. So if I'm faced with a challenge, if in my everyday life, I'm faced with something that feels particularly difficult, then knowing my why, knowing what's important to me, what my purpose is, I think it gives you that fuel and that energy in order to navigate through that challenge or that adversity. It gives you, you know, I feel like when I know my purpose, it has, it's like a directive force. It helps me to see which direction I want to go in. And most importantly, especially when we're talking about difficulties and challenges, it offers meaning. And I think when like shit hits the fan, it's super helpful to be able to find meaning in those experiences. Otherwise, it feels pretty like existential crisis time, if that makes sense. (laughs) You know? Yeah. And I think, you know, he said he got really clear on his why. He's so cute talking about his wife, Lucy, and his son, Sam, that they became his why. And it was clear, you know, even like in his old version of himself, how much he loved and adored Sam and was dating Lucy at that time. But his struggle, right, is just freaking massive. I mean, massive, massive, massive. So talk about resilience. Like, You have to learn how to walk, how to talk, how to eat, how to go. I mean, a million different things, right? Which takes an incredible amount of patience and resilience. And it was just so crystallized that his purpose was really like to show up in this one life he has as the best possible new version of himself for his why, which were, you know, the loves of his life, which was just really, really beautiful that that was his source of strength in this thing that, you know, seems like insurmountable. Totally. Oh, wait, I just thought of another thing that as you were, as you were talking that I loved about the episode is when he talks about the fact that Chris Martin sent him Man's Search for Meeting. Yes. I mean, hello. Yes. And I like how cool that is. And then he makes a joke that he's never cool. which was just funny. Yeah, he was like, Chris Martin emailing me made me feel cool and I've never been cool. So it was very exciting on many levels. (laughs) So I forgot, I should have mentioned that, that, that moment. And also because to your point that you were just saying is the, the line that jumped out to him in that book, which is the, it's uh, Frederick Nietzsche, I believe is the one who says, one who has a why to live can endure almost any how. But Viktor Frankl writes about it in Man's Search for Meaning. And so I think to your point, as you're navigating this incredibly difficult, challenging thing, to have your anchor, to have your tether is to know your why. And if you have that why, then you can endure almost anyhow, which he he definitely demonstrates. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Actually, when you think about, if you were to contrast the picture that you were, when you were talking about him before he had the strep, as he's describing it, I had this image of somebody being really untethered. 
Very yes. just sort of no floaty, direction, no, no direction. Exactly. And that after this event, he got so clear on his why and it grounded him down and gave him a sense of purpose. And that was, it seemed to me to be the thing, that life force that allowed him to appreciate the small moments from listening to the birds singing to how am I going to push my body physically? How am I going to be the best person I can be for Lucy and my son? How am I going to improve prosthetics for those people who have limb differences? That's another word. I loved learning a new word, limb difference. Yeah. You know, just all of those things. Once he had that why, it was like the engine. It like grounded him, tethered him, and sent him off into this really incredible life that he continues to live. I want a purpose. So it seems so big, right? And like, yeah. just this like, what is your purpose? Like, where do you yeah. find meaning? Like these really, really... And and by the way, the amount of guests who have referenced Victor Frankl's book, Search for Meeting, again and again and again... And I have not read it yet because, as you know, I have a learning disability and can't read. Um, but I am going to download the Audible version. <laughs> and so clearly, this is a thing that comes up again and again and mm-hmm. again when people are facing mortality or really hard things is meaning and purpose, right? But how do you do it? feels so big, you know? Yeah, it is. Actually, I read this statistic that said... I think it's from the New York, it was from the New York Times that only 25% of Americans say, report that they have a clear sense of purpose about what makes their lives meaningful. So I think, you know, to not be certain about your purpose, you're, you're not alone in that for sure. And I do think it does feel really big. Oh, but that's the other thought I had is it doesn't need to be so big. So I think when we talk about it, like, what's your purpose? And even as the words I'm using, like, it's really grounding him and giving him the energy and the resilience to be able to navigate this thing. And so it feels like this big freaking deal. But when you think about it, it boils down to, I want to show up for my kid and for my wife. And it, and then it expanded from there. So I guess I would say two things. It doesn't have to be this massive thing. Hold it flexibly. So, you know, it's not like you're going to find your... Some people may find their one true calling, And that might be their one thing or their one sense of purpose. But I feel like for more of us, for most of us, it's more like a constellation of things. So maybe our purpose is being of service to others, but it can also include being really present parent too. Well, I was feeling like the easy thing to say as a mom, right? Is like, oh, my purpose is, you know, my children and my husband. And and that is actually... True. I mean, that is like, that is my everything. I mean, it's what I do, everything, including the hard things like making hard choices or lifestyle, you know, is for them. But I also feel like I have a bigger purpose during my time here, which is what do you think it is? Well, it's the work that I try Mm -hmm. to do. Like, I truly, genuinely want to find and share stories that make people feel less alone and more connected and seen and heard. And sometimes I felt like in the past guilty about if your whole life should, you know, I like in motherhood, if your purpose should be being a mother and being present to your kids, that maybe there isn't room for anything else. So I like the idea that it can be multiple things and it can be dynamic because I do feel like abandoning that piece of myself, some of my my hope for my time here would be untapped and not utilized, you know, not brought to life. Yeah, I think that's right. I do think that purpose needs to be thought of in a, in a more expansive way. And I also think that when we think about it, you can 
think about it like cognitively, like you can ask yourself the question, what what is my purpose? And there's some great questions people can ask to sort of get clarity around that. But I also think you can think about it from like an embodied place, like a, a place of feeling. Like you, when you're doing certain activities, you know it in your body. I feel like, like I am in my purpose right now. I am this feels very meaningful. So I think not only should we think about it in a more expansive way that you can have several different purposes, but also that you can come to know your purpose through different ways too. Yeah. The story I also loved about when his dog... Do you remember? Oh my gosh, I meant to... Yes, I was going to text you and be like, I'm not crying, you're crying. <laughs> oh my God, the dog bounced in yes. on Christmas Day yeah. And it totally changed the energy in the room and the nurse who like gave the nod because like definitely dogs are not supposed to be like hopping around ICU and, you know, burn victims. Yeah. And then, you know, he just realized yeah. like the energy that and the joy he brought and that he was the only person in that was- hospital unit who lived. Everyone else died yeah. and he realized like, well, what a gift that the dog gave to them. I'm like, oh my yes. gosh, it's like yeah. a scene in a movie. It yeah. was. And I could just imagine it. I mean, my parents have a golden retriever and I had this vision of like Tessie bouncing around. That was like the perfect this... casting for like a breed, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it really was. And and the moment when he said, he made that point about, and he's the only person who survived. But in those few moments, the joy that that dog brought to the people who were in there, himself included, after he had such a dark, hard morning with his son who he saw for the first time. God, that story was rough too. But to have that moment on the flip side and what it was so touching to me is that he talked about in terms of the joy it brought him, but also that impact it had in seeing how it helped others or like in just that moment that that too gave him energy to kind of see through it, that there are these experiences or there's impact that you can have to help people in these really hard moments. You know, the other thing is like, as you think about people who have meaning in their life, right? You know, it's like, there's all those studies about, you know, people who live to be a hundred and blue zones and what does it take, you know, not just to age, but to age incredibly well. And that people in multi-generational dwellings, like one of the reasons they think that they're kind of much more vibrant is they have a role in the house and the caretaking and the grandkids and the cook. Like they have a purpose, yeah, right? They, to get, mm-hmm. I think part of aging and loneliness kills people, right? Because they have no, no purpose, right? Yeah. Like, well, it yeah. takes more intention to create that purpose, to create that life of meaning and connection. When, as you do age, it's true in, in our world and well, especially I'm speaking, I guess, about America is how, many of us live as you age, we like become more, I guess, obsolete or the things that my day is kept busy with are no longer there. And so in the absence of that, yeah, you have to be really intentional about creating. What do you want your life to look yeah, like? I mean, what I kind think of purpose it, do you want to have? It shows that even that type of small thing, like I have a role in this person's life and part yes. of my purpose is making sure that they whatever have nourishing food or they're, you know, whatever yeah. it may be that like, that purpose is actually life-giving and purpose equates vitality. And certainly in the case of Alex Lewis, he was a man with very little life force, vitality, you know, like that sort of energy. And he's the opposite of that now. Chrissy, you had a good thought you shared right before we were recording. About asking yourself the question, how many, as you're listening, ask yourself, 
do you have a purpose or do you have a clear sense of what your purpose is? Remembering that be flexible, be expansive. It doesn't have to be one true thing. And it's kind of interesting because I asked myself that and I sort of wavered for a bit. I was like, well, it could be a few different things. And so then I saw Greg, my husband, and I said, hey, Greg, do you know what your purpose is? And without skipping a beat, he said, yes, it's to raise our three daughters. And and he he lifts his sweatshirt up and he's wearing a t-shirt underneath with a saying on it that says, leave it better than you found it. And that truly is his... I mean, of course, I think Greg <laughs> Peterson. I couldn't... I just started laughing. I was like, wow, you even are wearing the t-shirt and it's... T- I mean... <laughs> The amount of Greg Peterson's story, he appears to just live a life of like ease. (laughs) It really was. Well, I can, as his wife, I'll say it's not always easy, but he just keeps it simple, man. He was like, yeah, three daughters and what this t-shirt says and full stop. He is like, man, is he a badass girl dad. Like, yes, he is, he is like... They're changing tires and pitching tents and like strapping and things camping. to their back and like mm-hmm. building zip lines. I mean, he's, 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 <laughs> and of course, when you ask him, he has the answer on his t shirt. So <laughs> fucking annoying. It is. Imagine being married to it, where I'm like, I've spent years studying these various ideas, the number of journaling, the, the talking, the processing, the, all of that. And in just one second, he had it. Yes, I feel like you and I spend two hours talking about something and then we share it with him and he's like, oh yeah, yeah, I knew that. (laughs) It's really funny. No, he would never um, say it like that because he's also so kind and nice, yeah. But the takeaway I often have when when I started laughing when he said that and it was like, make it easy. Just make it easy. It doesn't have to be so complicated. So perhaps listener, if you are the person listening, if you are like Kimmy and I thinking about your purpose, well, I feel like you have a pretty clear sense of what your purpose is, Kimmy. Yeah, I do. And I don't. I mean, yeah. I mean, I I think it's, I think it's, it's, it's a evolution probably as it should be. It's a working document, but you're right. I think that, um, I don't always feel grounded and connected to it. I, there's many days when I feel like I'm untethered and wandering aimlessly throughout the world, kind of like half awake. Um, that's probably mm-hmm. true of most people. But yes, there are times where I feel like I have a purpose and I am pretty clear on my why. And those days are significantly better than the others. Well, I'm so glad for you. <laughs> I'm like Fred Peterson. Everything yes, is... You just- But one thing you can do, I've I've returned to this myself often when I am feeling maybe, again, to use the word untethered or unsure, especially in making life decisions or trying to get through difficult situation. One strategy that I think is helpful is to return to what your core values are and to use those to help you to define your purpose. So I was just thinking to myself, like one of my values is compassion. So one of my purposes, I think, is to help to be of service in a way that allows others to be more compassionate towards each other, towards themselves. And I don't know that I would have said that before. If you're feeling like you're not sure about what your purpose is, you can Google it. You'll have lots of suggestions on ways to find it. But if just you want to take a simple approach, it's thinking about again, and we didn't we actually had a conversation about core values, one of my favorites, is thinking about what are your core values and using those to help define your purpose. Another strategy is to help out, help others, is yeah. to volunteer. Is I feel like that's another way I find 
when I am not sure about, I guess, my own purpose, or it's like getting, it's like helps me to get outside of myself and actually get out into the world and be of service to others and things get pretty clear. I feel like you're really good at that. Well, I am. And I, but I, but I also, it's like, I hear it and everyone, like I read it and I'm like, oh, I know, you know, it's so good for you. It just feels like everyone says volunteer. But man, when you like, A, it's just getting out of your rut and seeing something different and new and like, and actually like being of service and not just standing in line at Starbucks like you do every day. You know what I mean? Like there's just something about it. And I, and I do think that it's really good for you. I mean, it should just be like a kind of like a core health tenet for people. It's good for the world, Mm -hmm. but I think it's good for your soul. And it's, so I am, I guess I'm relatively good about finding different opportunities with like habitat and stuff. But I think it's important to say that there's almost some sort of like selfish reward. I feel like energized and invigorated by life every time I, you know, I don't make the time enough, but when I do, there's, there's a real internal fulfillment and reward. So yeah, I, I do I do yeah. think it makes you feel purposeful and alive and, and all those things that we want to feel. Agreed. Totally. All right. So Google, what is my purpose? <laughs> no, don't and do that. Here. No. <laughs> yes. No, just think, maybe think, take some time to think about what, whether or not you feel clear in your purpose. And if you don't, it's just writing down what are the things that feel important to you if that doesn't give you the clarity, then yes, volunteer. And if not, buy a t-shirt that says, leave it better than you found it. Use somebody else's purpose. I like leave it better than you found it. That I is, too. yeah. My son is uh, going to a high school and their their line is a man for others. It's all boys school. Kind of oh. like leave it. So I love yeah. having that now because when I like want him to like, Hey, can you go up and ask for the creamer because the counter's really far away? And he says no. I'm like a man for others. <laughs> so I think you should use it against Greg when he leaves yes. the dishes and say, "Leave it better than you Leave found it." it. <laughs> oh my God. I love that. I love that for me. I love that for you. I love this for Sutton. So let's just use, yeah, let's just thank you. Thank you to both of them for giving us one-liners that we can use in our advantage. Exactly. Well, I love you. You know that. I also loved the Alex Lewis episode. Like I said, all these episodes are really inspiring, but his is a lot of fun. He's very charming and very funny and has a accent that's like kind of dreamy to listen to. So if you haven't listened, you should. It's a great episode. And yeah, I like the homework for everybody maybe to think about what your why is and your purpose. And even more so if you're in a spot where you're dealing with something really challenging and you need strength, I think doing that exercise, there's no question it will be of value and of service and be a source of strength if if you can, you know, really think about it. Yes. Agreed. All right, Christy, until next time. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.